Hello and welcome to I'll Be There For You, a friend's podcast. A friend's podcast. Hello everyone, welcome to the podcast. Now this episode is the one where Ross and Rachel, you know, part two. So if you've missed part one of this episode podcast, then go back, have a listen to that first, and then come back here afterwards. Done that? All right, let's get straight into fashion. Right, shall we do a little bit of fashion? Yes, please. Head left. Turns the right. Oh, yes, please. Oops. Um, a lot of fashion here. A lot of fashion to be had. One of the early ones was Rachel was wearing a very unusual yellow sort of polo neck. Yes. And can't really know how to describe it. It sort of had like red shapes like a sort of line down the middle like a red, red. column down the middle mm. of red but with sort of sim- symbols almost yeah it felt a bit like star trek it did yeah yeah because it had the same sort of because they had the sort of high collars and not yeah co- um sort of like a turtleneck yeah vibe and yes um red red at the front sort of column and then sort of red down the side mm. column and yeah he said like sort of symbols it's quite unusual. Very unusual. And then a sort of short black skirt. Um, Phoebe was wearing sort of, sort of, in early scenes, like a plum. I couldn't really... It was like, like fleecy almost. Yeah, I didn't really pick up very much on that because it was a bit of a boring Phoebe. <laughs> yeah. But the, t- the t- texture of it was very strange. Um, but th- some of my favourite outfits were the uh, waitressing Waitressing, outfits. yes, yes. A little bit of a waistcoat watch. Waistcoat watch on girls. And not on Chandler. And not on Chandler. Um, yeah, both of them in waistcoats. And also, I feel like we were, when we were waitressing at weddings, I think we were told to wear black and white. Mm, very smart. <laughs> very smart. <laughs> And that's what they've gone for. Yes, yeah. But they have gone for a very nice reverse effect. <laughs> yeah. So um, Monica's got a white waistcoat and a black shirt. Well, hers is just a black top. Black long top. Long seat then. top, yeah. But then with a white waistcoat yes. on. And then Phoebe's got a black waistcoat over a white shirt. shirt. She, she, um, Phoebe's wearing something that I imagine our mum might have worn in the sort of 80s. Yeah, right. Because it was very that sort of 80s, like big wide collar. Because mm. mum did go in for that sort of more androgynous sort of like 80s, yeah. very cool look. Yeah, big, big old white collar and then yeah, sort of the waistcoat, black waistcoat, but then a stripy back. Yeah. Black and white stripy back which was quite sort of Diagonal mm. stripes are very good, but then also, what was on the bottom of the waistcoat? Was it, yeah, was it like a, her bot? Like, was it a pinny or was it actually a skirt? It was oh, quite like pattern, yeah. black and white. Yeah, it did have that sort of pinny vibe to it. Mm. It was quite an eighties look, I feel mm. like. But I just really liked it that they obviously decided black and white, um, and then yeah, the reverse. Mm. I really like that costume, Ross. And I feel Joey had very similar tops on at one point. So yes, Joey, flannel watch. Yeah, <laughs> flannel watch, but sort of a check, like you yeah, checked yes. but faded. Yeah, very very similar, um, but yes. slightly different colours. So Joey had sort of a more bluey one, and sort Ross of quite muted, both quite muted. Yeah, it's it sort of yeah, almost yeah, like faded. faded. Yeah, you're right. It was quite faded, and that yes, that flannel esque material. Yeah. Um, but Joey had decided to tuck his in right. into the into the trousers. 
at the first um the first scene right later on when he sat sat down i think it was untucked um whereas ross had his out mm. and ross was going for the classic look with the t-shirt underneath of course he was buttoned up shirt <laughs> he with bloody loves that. Underneath. also that was for his first date <laughs> I know, I did think the same thing. What is he wearing? Why is he wearing that for his first date? But that is a very, um, nine, that sort of flan- check flannel. Maybe mm. not so much that colour, but it's quite a 90s look, isn't it? Yeah. That I feel like we haven't picked up on It just so seemed much. like too casual, but we'll find out later what their first date was, and perhaps it was appropriate for that. Well, I feel like Rachel looked very nice. Yeah, sort of a crop top, sort of brownish colour. Yes, I mean... It- I probably would have looked better black, but it was sort of almost like velvety. Mm. Um, but yeah, cropped and then very high waisted black I love trousers. That look. I love the look of high waisted black trouser. There's a there's a mention for a black leather jacket that Ross has gone got on later. Um yes, and then Rachel has also got a black leather jacket uh, yeah. on later on as well. Has she? Yes, on their um date, their second date. Well I wouldn't call that a black leather jacket. Would you not? I'd say it was metallic grey. Oh. It was very grey colour. Oh, and one scene it definitely looked black. Oh, no, it was oh, really, really, maybe that yeah, was just the lighting. Really, um, yeah, definitely metallic grey, oh. but kind of almost silvery. Oh. Silvery look to it. Because I put that as an, an unusual look. It's sort of a black polar neck she had on, and then this, yeah, what I would say metallic grey, silvery jacket. Mm. It definitely wasn't as good as her first date look. no. But Ross has got a suit and tie on for the second day. <laughs> Very what I would call corporate suit yeah, and tie. I know, well. yeah. It wasn't like a sort of a well, cool. like a sort of come from work type thing. Yeah. Um, Chandler, very blue jeans. Mm, very blue jeans. <laughs> There's quite a couple of people. Um, I think um, Rachel wore some very blue jeans at one point as well. Uh, Monica for her date. I feel like this is a bit of a 90s reference. Yes. 90s klaxon. <laughs> Thank you. The LBD. Little black dress. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> That's what she had on for her date. Oh. She, she wasn't going metallic grey jacket. <laughs> sure. Sure she wasn't. And Phoebe. Phoebe. So another bit, she was wearing like a yellow cardi. Yeah, the classic Phoebe button-up cardi worn as a top. Mm. Yellow with sort of, I don't know, brownie... I put sort of flower stems because there's sort of leaves and yes. there was flowers at the top of some of them. Sort of embroidery, slightly stuck on vibe. Yeah, and a long sort of patterned skirt. Yes. Couldn't really describe the pattern to you. No, it was sort of um, vortexy. Yeah, that's, yeah, <laughs> like that. Like, I mean, then the two items didn't seem to go together that well, but no. that's Phoebe. Um, also, I feel like in that look, she had a very Ursula hairstyle. Mm. the high ponytail hairstyle watch in general our hairstyle section <laughs> yeah Maybe i don't think we've fashion. got a name for that yet <laughs> we've gone from fashion into hairstyle section um the hair today gone, gone tomorrow. tomorrow sure <laughs> if you want um the fringe ah yeah both monica and phoebe i noticed in the waitressing part mm. Had that very... Now, is it a 90s or is it just a fringe in general? Or it's not a solid fringe. Yeah. It's very quite Pieces. long, but like, yeah, very sort of feathered, PC, mm. like all sort of... Not really what I'd call a proper fringe. No. Or bangs. 
It's no Claudia Winkleman, friends. <laughs> exactly. It's not a solid block. <laughs> Very sort of, yes, separate sort of mm. little, little bits, little bits and pieces. But then um, Phoebe had her hair up in a one of those clips that was very popular oh, in the 90s, yeah. sort of um, class B. Yeah, grabbers. Grabbers. <laughs> yeah, grabbers was a perfect name for them. Right no, up, never worked on my hair. Right on the top of the head. Well, no, your hair's too thick. <laughs> mm. Your lenses are thick, my hair's thick. <laughs> We've all got our thing. <laughs> right, shall we finally get on to this um, last storyline? The main storyline? Yeah, Why that wasn't here. The main storyline that wasn't even mentioned in the summer, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Ross and, and Rachel. Rachel. Their yeah. first date. This is why this is an important episode. So their first date. They... Oh, yeah. We, we, you know, <laughs> building up for this so long. Oh, you know, the thing with the list. Oh, we're finally together. Oh, let's, you know, let's make it something special. Let's go on our first date. Hmm, where did they go? Hmm, cinema, was it? <laughs> right. To see a subtitled film. Yeah. Not a classic first date. No, I mean... I um I know people got different vibes and also you know some people are sober, but if you're both drinking, yeah, if you're both into that, <laughs> always just choose a bar. Just a, yeah, go for a drink. I suppose it's the thing that they know each other, but still, even then, I just feel like there's so much build up to this that a nice meal, like yes, you, you can have a nice meal without drinking, even if you didn't drink. Yes, good point. I mean, the second date is. Like, the, that's more the sort of thing you'd have on a first date. Nice dinner. Like, Rachel describes the second date as, let's go for a nice dinner, candles, wine, food. Yes. And then we'll go back to home for dessert. And you sort of think, yeah. But whereas the first date is like, oh, I don't know. It's something when you've been going out a couple of years, you go, should we go to cinema this evening? Sure. Yeah. What's that subtitled nonsense you wanted to see? <laughs> because I guess, like, yeah, as you say, they've been seeing each other for a while. So that second date that Rachel was describing would be... I mean, I would say if you didn't know each other, that would, wouldn't be appropriate sec- first date. Mm, yeah. You'd more, want a, more cash. But... Well, yeah, I mean, not the dessert bit, but, you know, the, but going out for dinner... Yes, but it's just the candles. Yeah, the, so, yeah well, well that, cut that, out so, candles. <laughs> that's okay. what I mean. Go for dinner. Go for dinner. Go for dinner. <laughs> but what chat can you have during a cinema trip? Well, that's the that's why you never have that as a first zero, date. Zero chat. Yeah, that's known for not doing it on a first date because you've got you can't talk to each other, and uh, also it's not like they've gone out. Well, I don't know, but it doesn't seem like they've gone out for dinner before or after because they come straight back to the apartment. Yeah. Yes, because then they're still talking about this film, which yeah. presumably they would have done at dinner if they had dinner. Mm. Yeah, I mean, come on, that was a faux pas. But it allowed a couple of jokes about the subtitles. Yes. So Ross um, said, well, I did warn you and have subtitles. Because Rachel says oh, it was quite hard to follow. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that it was a bad film. It was just quite hard to follow. <laughs> and uh, Ross says, well, it's because, yeah, I did tell you I had subtitles. But uh, Rachel didn't want to wear her glasses on her first date. Yeah. When have we ever seen Rachel wear glasses? No. But I, sp- I do think that is a thing with people. Like, you know them. I mean, I'm saying, like, we know Rachel, like, we're friends with Rachel. We but, know Rachel. Yeah. I mean... um, but I do feel like, you, like for things like reading, where you don't get to see people... Well, well again... I don't, I don't know again, again, again. I mean, to I quote you from a previous podcast, you don't know any of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. don't wear glasses, you don't know any of this stuff. So. Well, as actually, what I said was... As a person who doesn't wear glasses, right, and yeah. then you jumped in saying, you wear glasses, you wear glasses. <laughs> and they said, you hadn't let me finish. <laughs> what I was going to say was, as a person who doesn't wear glasses, 
i.e. you, mm. you don't know anything about this stuff. No. So, but so what I'm saying is, if you were wearing, we are saying about reading. Yeah. But it's far away reading. But isn't that the thing? So, what's the one where you have to wear it for driving? Yeah, that's the. Well, so, but it's, it's basically dad, isn't it? Like he has, to, he would do it in the cinema and for driving. Mm. That's what I mean. There's people like that. Like I've got a friend who I very, very rarely yes. see her wear glasses, but when she's driving, she has to put her glasses, glasses on. on. And I think if she went to the cinema, she'd have to put her glasses on. Because people, well, I, some people are vain. <laughs> Let's just put it out there. Some, well, no, no, but I mean that's what I mean. She doesn't need to wear them any other time. Well, one. I think there's this thing about, particularly for women, I think men don't have the same thing where they can wear glasses and we're like, oh, he looks sexy in his glasses. <laughs> I mean, we didn't mention Rich's glasses, but not so much him. All those little, like, I don't know, John Lennon glasses he had on. Didn't, didn't really see him. Um, it's the same glasses that um, Simon Cowell wore for a bit. Oh, Do you no, remember those sort of little yeah, wire, little horrible. wire round? Yeah. And you think, no, not, not pulling them off. Really, yeah. Um, but I think for women, they feel very self-conscious about wearing glasses. Yes, I, I agree with that. But our original point... All right, she still hasn't finished. finished right, point. Go, ahead. go ahead. So I feel like there are people who maybe should, would be beneficial to them to wear glasses all the time because mm. they can't see that clearly right. from far away. Right. But they don't like to wear glasses so when they absolutely have to when they're driving yeah like you have to see what you're doing or cinema where it's dark and no one can see you and you need to like it's good to see yeah that's where they wear them but they actually probably would be good to wear them all the time right because I, I think a politician would say well you need glasses you need to be wearing glasses right i think there are people who are like oh i don't need to wear them all the time but, but is actually that... that's what's in their head okay. than actually... but it's like the same thing as you've got well, no, because I've got very bad eyesight, so I couldn't you, be doing that. But, but, but I would I mean, be, like, stumbling around. What I mean is, like, there's those two, the two different ones, isn't it? Well, as in, like... Sh- what is it? Like, short sighted no, and no, long-sighted? No, no, no. So anyone who is driving yeah. would be long-sighted. Right. Unless they needed them to see their... What you call it? So Dom- what I'm <laughs> saying is, is that is that what... So that's different same. to what you... No, same. 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 Oh, right, okay. Same. I see. If you're driving, it's probably because you need to see things right. from a distance. Right. Which is the same as I've, I've got. Oh, okay. But there's probably... Theirs is... Mine, I'm quite blind. Oh, no, it's just because they're different. All oh, right. I yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know any of this You don't know any... <laughs> you don't... You simply know any of this stuff because you don't go... Because when I go to the optician, she goes, you've got perfect <laughs> eyes. Don't come back to me for at least another 20 years. You've got perfect eyes. You don't need to know any of this stuff. <laughs> don't bog yourself down in this sort of stuff. Right, I got you. So Rachel probably should be wearing them more, but it's mm. a vanity thing. Got you. I think that's the case, yeah. Right. Where were we? <laughs> no idea. Uh, oh, yeah. So the first date is... Um, no, it doesn't go well. Well, well it, and it goes even worse now. Well, yes. Now. Yes, please. Is Ross being a bit harsh here? Uh, no, I don't think he reacts that badly, does he? Does he? He seems kind of annoyed. Well, I think you'd be a bit annoyed if someone was laughing at you. No, because that's me. Oh, no, you're laughing at people. Well, no, I just think that when you're kissing, sometimes you do laugh. Yeah, so the, uh, yeah. So they go and kiss, and then Ross moves his hands down to her butt. But she, there's a lot of talk of butt. Butts, and uh, <laughs> she laughs. 
Um, but no, I think he's just self-conscious. I think it's yeah, not annoyance, suppose, it's more yeah. self-conscious. Because you do, then like, you're like, oh, I don't want to no, do it again. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, I don't think he's angry. I just think he's like, oh, I'm, feeling, kind of yeah. the moment's gone because I can't do it again because like, you, yes, it's going to yes. happen again. Fair enough, fair enough. Because he goes, so he does it and she laughs. And then, so you go, Rachel goes, no, it's fine. You know, and they kiss again. Yeah. And he's firmly on the waist and she laughs again. He said, I was nowhere near your butt this time. And I really like it because she goes, um, yeah, I was just thinking about the last time it was there. Which is so true because once you've got something in your head that yeah. you're laughing about, yeah. you're thinking about it previously as well. Like, that's not going away. Still laughing about that last time. But I have a thing of like, oh, this is supposed to be fun, right? Kissing is supposed to be fun. Yeah, but not laughing. But the thing yeah, is, but when you're, you're laughing, fun, you're laughing. You're, yeah, you're laughing together. But if, like, one of you's not laughing, it's a bit like, oh, oh. you're laughing at me, aren't oh, you? Oh, no, that is me. Oh, no. <laughs> you just go, I'm not laughing at you. It's just fun. Well, that's what I said. Oh, wait, this because people said before, like, oh, why are you laughing? To you? Yeah. Oh, no, did you go, uh, watch this Friends episode? <laughs> I mean, I would say people, like, more than once that's oh, happened no. to me. <laughs> why, oh, why are you laughing? Why, why are you laughing? Like, maybe, maybe it's something you need to sort out. No, because I'm like, but I'm having fun. Like, this is supposed to be fun. Yeah, but having like, fun like, doesn't mean laughing. Yes, it does in my brain. It does. If you're sad, you cry. If you're happy, you laugh. Like, <laughs> so that you just feel like you're like, you know, um, you know, you're enjoying something. You're just laughing. <laughs> yeah. La- laughing is something, yeah, yeah you're Not- funny. Oh, I don't know. Like, if you were sort of... Imagine if you are sort of running... Like, running... You know how Phoebe does that run? Yeah. She's not laughing, though, is she? She's enjoying it. But I imagine I imagine myself laughing doing that. Just being like, oh, this is, like, so much fun. It, like... <laughs> I think you're just applying it to yourself here. No, I 100... Because in my head, I'm like... I, I, un- <laughs> I understand that. But I feel like it, people no, don't understand I that. I don't think Rachel was laughing because it was... She was having fun. I think she. It yeah. was because of awkward because she had it, his hands thing. on her butt. But I'm just saying, sometimes you can laugh. I'm just qualifying all these people that are really annoyed. <laughs> sometimes you're just having a bit of fun. Just having a bit of fun. Just laughing openly. <laughs> you're not pointing and laughing. <laughs> sure. But yeah, I mean, and so yeah, Ross does get a bit like, oh, you know, I, the moment's gone. Yeah. And, um, before they start kissing, there's a quite a nice bit where they're sort of, uh, so they start kissing and then um, they're trying to find out if Monica's in the apartment. Oh, uh, yeah. They're shouting Monica, Monica, Monica. And they're sort of looking whether she's there. And then uh, Rachel's by Monica's room oh. and um, Ross is by the bathroom. And they sort of look across the room and Ross does this really cute smile. Aww. And they just sort of both smile at each other and then come yeah. together for the kiss and then it all goes wrong. <laughs> it all goes wrong. But um, yes, um, so when Rachel first yells at Monica is when they're sort of first going for the kiss. Mm. And then she sort of yells at Monica and Ross says, oh, it'd be good if you didn't like <laughs> shout out my sister's name when we're trying to kiss. Yeah. <laughs> Bit off-putting. Um, but yeah, Rachel goes, um, she tries to then encourage him 
Um, put your hands, put your hands out, and I'll back into them. I really love that line because he's like all self conscious, yeah. and she's like, "No, don't worry, just, just." It's like, "No, no, it's the, the moment's gone, the moment's gone." And she yeah. says, "Yeah, put your hands out, and I'll just back into them." He says, "That's really romantic." But then, oh, quite an odd moment, don't you think? Yeah, I thought this was quite an unusual bit in Friends. Yeah. Um, so she's sort of then going, no, touch it, like squeeze it, rub it. But it, as that happens, it's fading out into the outside yeah, scene. Yeah, so we're t- having like this sort of panoramic view of New York. Yeah, it goes to exterior as you hear them, which I think happens in other sitcoms. But it, yeah, it's not a very Friends no, thing. No, and it feels quite an odd. And I she's going, that. yeah. Maybe I don't know. Maybe they were like, "Oh, it's too." You, yeah, it's much better to just to hear it. Them. It's quite funny to, I suppose, just yeah. hear it because she's yeah, touch it, squeeze it, rub it. Like, come on, grab yeah. my ass. <laughs> Not ass, obviously, ass. Ass. And as we're watching, sort of like, yeah, exterior buildings. <laughs> but the crowd loved that. <laughs> yeah, they really laughed at that. <laughs> but it reminded me of that. Do you remember silly sausage? <laughs> no, this is another JML thing. I mean, yeah, sort of that sort of thing. <laughs> I'm Silly Sausage. It was a sort of game, but it was sort of quite a innuendo-y game. Oh, was but I think quite it was recently? for kids, yes. Oh, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Grab it, squeeze yeah, it, squeeze and you're it. supposed to do different things. Yeah. Shake it. Like last Christmas or the Christmas before is a big thing. Yes, because yeah. I think it was on, um, to reference another podcast, Adam Buxton podcast. Oh, uh, yeah. And he bought it for his comedy partner, Joe Cornish. And Calls. yeah, you're supposed to say Cornballs. And you're supposed to do it from yeah. Grab me, squeeze me, me, shake me, yeah. pull me. <laughs> yeah, odd. Yeah. Odd what you can make money out of. <laughs> I suppose so. So, yeah, the next thing after that, you know, it went all wrong. Uh, Ross goes and tells the boys. Yes. So, yeah, that's, that's where you get distracted by a laser. Yeah. <laughs> um, Miracle wax. And then Rachel comes in um, and talks to Ross and Joey and Charlie go, um, can you talk a bit louder? It's hard to hear. <laughs> uh, so they go outside the apartment yeah. and Rachel basically says, I want to make it up to you. That's what she says about having a romantic dinner, like candles, mm, wine, okay. food, go back to my place for dessert. Uh, right. right. Go back to my place for dessert. Yes. She lives with Monica. Yes. <laughs> like, obviously go back to Ross's. Yeah, I know that is Ross unusual. lives alone. Yeah. Why would you go back to his where his sister lives, who could potentially be there? Because that is where everything happens. <laughs> I know, yeah. yeah but we... then that's later on in this series, where a uh, season where Ross and Rachel are dating, and um, Monica and Richard are dating, and there's the awkward scene in the bathroom. Oh yes. Whereas. You, if you were in that scenario, you would one hundred percent always go back to Ross's. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yes, it's not that nice an apartment. And but... it's not even like yeah, it's not even like he lives in a different state <laughs> where that would be really you know oh like oh, I can't be bothered to go or all quite the way far there. away. Presumably yeah. he lives quite close. Yeah, exactly. Definitely, you'd go there. Yeah, yeah. not over the road now mm. at this point, but still presumably not Within that far a away. Walking distance. Subway trip. <laughs> I think walking distance probably. Okay. But that's what she's promised and yeah. he's quite excited about that. Then um we see them in Joey and Chandler's apartment ready yes. to go out for their dinner. Yeah. Ross is on the phone. <laughs> well, no. Ross is Ross gets a pager. Oh, this is the, the second time pager. he's got a pager from the museum. Sorry, 
why is he getting a pager from the museum? Yeah, and also, what emergencies are having in the museum? Because this thing that comes up is not what I'd say was an emergency. Yeah, surely. I mean, presumably this is a move that's happening overnight. Yeah. But surely it would all have been sorted beforehand. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, are you, as someone who does overnighters mm. to create displays, mm-hmm. know that you'd have to plan all that beforehand? <laughs> so exactly. anything where, you know, they're putting the wrong thing with the wrong thing <laughs> would have got sorted out a long time before. He, Ross would have had to approve the plans. Yeah, it seems a very odd emergency to have. Um, but yeah, he's on the phone and saying, um, Homo habilis was erect, Australopithecus was never fully erect. <laughs> I mean, come on. Too obvious, he's I setting, think. He's setting up. He's setting up. Charla says maybe he was nervous. <laughs> no, don't laugh at that. It's too on the nose. It's too obvious. Friends, you're better than uh, that. Yeah, but the 90s will be better than that. <laughs> no. I'm just thinking it was not, it's not very clever. I think you could have done a, a cleverer joke with that, is all I'm saying. Or left it uh, left it in the air. Because we all know what the joke is. Uh, yeah. So I don't think you need to make it so obvious. To hit it home. Well, yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't, I don't know. know. You enjoyed it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> sure sort of humour. Sure. So anyway, it's an absolute disaster. So he's got to then, so go to the museum to sort out this emergency because we can't have people like one group of people seeing something that someone's standing up when they shouldn't be standing up and how would they know i mean it's our model we don't know what they look like do we no. really no they gotta go it's an emergency it's an emergency so he takes rachel there so the next scene is them in the museum of natural history with some very weird looking statues we didn't go there did we no we went to the one in um, Washington. Washington. That was very good. That was really good. I've got a picture of you by a dinosaur skull. Oh, yeah. I tried to make it look like it's got my head. Yeah, it didn't look like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and it, yeah, a very dodgy looking museum, really. Very poorly <laughs> funded. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, sorry, New York, but <laughs> let's hope it doesn't actually look like that because it looked quite yeah, poor. I don't imagine it does. Um, but Ross is really cross because he says they've got homo habilis with clay pots. Why don't they just give him a microwave? That's <laughs> <laughs> the sort of thing only Ross would notice. Yeah, he said, oh, yeah, sure, they can't even use tools, but they've got them with clay pots. Yeah. <laughs> also, isn't it a bit weird that he's a paleontologist and suddenly he's an anthropologist in this scenario? Um, you're saying words that I don't necessarily understand. Anthro, you know what oh, that yeah, is. Yeah, of course. Man. Don't think about dinosaurs. Yeah, that's his job. Yeah, as Jerry puts down on his form. Yeah, suddenly you like you need to be. I imagine like for this sort of display, you need to be quite informed on uh, anthropology. Yeah, good point. I didn't really think about that. As we know, people weren't knocking around in the dinosaur times. No, that's why the Flintstones got it wrong. <laughs> the Flintstones. Yeah, you did know. I said Flintstones. <laughs> yeah, that's what you always call it. Yeah. Flintstones. Well, that's what's called. <laughs> So, yeah, and as they're there, Rachel uh, takes a sneaky peek. Yeah, so Ross rushes off Yeah, in, in a flap. Yeah, going to see, what is Frank or something? Frank! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Presumably he's the one who does the... Um... No, not Frank. That's, we've been talking about Frank too oh, much. Yeah. What is he called? Carl. Carl? Carl? Carl! That kind of name, anyway. Yeah, so Ross rushes off. Um, Rachel's left on her own. Yeah, with the display. Yeah. With a little peek. Peek under the loincloth. <laughs> no peeking. No peeking. She peeking. <laughs> I mean, what's going to be there? 
Well, I would have thought nothing. Oh, well, no, yeah. They've designed Kendall. it as a model. <laughs> no matter it be like Kendall. Uh, but yeah, by the time Ross comes back, he's finished working on his emergency. Yeah, I mean, all looks all ragged. It's like a tie's been pulled down. I mean, what's been happening with Carl? Um, but yeah, he says, right, I'm done now. And Rachel says, so is Sorrentos. No. Sorrentinos? So uh, is Sorrentinos. Sorrentinos. Yeah, because was Sorrentos the one they went to? Monarch and Chanda went to Sorrentos. I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, this is a very generic, generic. Italian <laughs> restaurant name, isn't it? Um, but don't worry. Ross has got a plan. Yeah. Well, Rachel says, let's just do it another night. Because Ross is like, oh, well, let's find somewhere else. And like, oh, no, everyone will be closed. Uh, sorry, you're you're living in the city that never sleeps, famously. <laughs> famously. So I'm sure you can find a place. No, everyone will be closed. We'll just do it another night. Ross says, no, we will not. What? And she's like, oh, what? <laughs> As if she thinks like he's saying, "Oh, we that's it." Yeah, uh, yeah, it's finished. Never doing it again. Never doing it again. But no, he's got another plan. He grabs a pelt. <laughs> shall we say? Yeah, a pelt. And she says, "Oh, that's not real. Like, oh, that's not so alive or something." That's dead, right? Yeah. As if what? She's thinking that was sort of roaming around <laughs> while they were there. And then they go into the. Planetarium. planetarium yeah so this museum of natural history has got a planetarium yeah. suddenly um gotta be honest very poor awful <laughs> that is not a planetarium it's some kind of sort of lights like i don't know like flashing lights it looks like it's sort of lights you might have as like a child yeah like that flash on your ceiling yeah, look a bit like stars uh, when they're lying down looking at them it's sort of reflected on them and it's just like a disco ball <laughs> It's not, yeah. that's not stars. You can't make anything out, any constellations out from those stars. I know, but I like the fact that Ross turns it on. And yeah. it's like, da, 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 <laughs> with all the sort of lights. And then the voice quiver comes on. The commentary. Four thousand years ago. <laughs> really Four loud. Four million years ago. <laughs> so then he switches over. But then it switches over to like a, a song. Yeah. Well, Wicked Game. Yes. One of the best songs. I know. And every time I hear that, I just think of this episode. I fall in love. Thank you. That was quite good though, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Because he doesn't say, I don't want to fall in love or I want to fall in love. Fall in love with you. <laughs> now, the, I mean, he's been popular in season two. Has he? Season 2, episode 12, he makes his own little appearance. The singer? Chris Isaac. Chris Isaac? Yeah. He's the one in the uh, library that sings with Phoebe. Oh. And they do a version of Smelly Cat together. Is that what he looks like? Uh, that's Chris Isaac. Then that's the guy for me. <laughs> oh. I was imagined, I don't know. I guess I'd never seen him before. Didn't imagine him to look like that. Oh, there you go. Hmm. So yeah, I feel like it's a he's a popular one in season two. Um, but I one of my early theories, ring the theory bell, was that in the early seasons of Friends, you did get pop songs. Well, we've had two in this. Xanadu. Oh well, yeah, not really. Like, but well, I mean, actually playing. Heard it. But I mean, actually playing like as the you, the theme music. Yeah. And the one, I always mention this, but the one with two parties. You get it in that. Always banging on the two parties. <laughs> could, it could have been a potential, neither of us chose it. No, exactly. Um, but yeah, 
Uh, I don't feel like they had sort of pop songs later on. No, well, we'll have to see, won't we? Well, we will. When we go through the ages. <laughs> Reader, they forgot. <laughs> And so, yeah, um, they sort of, you know, making out. They start making out um, under the stars, under the so-called stars. Um, Ross has bought some snacks and uh, juice boxes. Um, He says cran apple, presumably cranberry or apple, which I would say. Oh, it's cran de cran. Oh, no, I thought it was cranberry and apple. Yeah, so like, so he said cran apple or cran grape. Yeah. I thought it just meant a co- like a combo. Combo. Yeah, me too. But cranberry and grape, is that a combination? I can imagine cranberry and apple. Yeah. I think I was thinking more cranberry and raspberry would have been a better one. Mm. She straight away says cran grape. So <laughs> she likes that one. But yeah, uh, so yeah, they're sort of making out and uh, Rachel says, goes all serious. And um, Ross says, you're not laughing now. No. Turns out it's not so funny anymore. It's not so funny anymore under the stars. <laughs> and she said, you were worth the wait, and I don't just mean tonight. Oh, that's a nice, nice line, bit. isn't it? Nice bit. Um, but yeah, she tries and pulls his tie off. That's a funny bit. <laughs> Gets stuck around his mouth because it's all sort of serious and like romantic. <laughs> and then tries to get the tie off. It gets stuck. It's stuck on his mouth. And then we have the famous rolled over the juice box yeah. scene. Oh, it's okay, don't worry. It <laughs> Honey, don't worry. <laughs> oh no, you just rolled over the juice box. Thank God. Audience <laughs> <laughs> goes mad. They absolutely love that. But she's gutted, she's lost her grand grave. <laughs> Even worse. <laughs> yeah, I'm more annoyed about that actually. Looking forward to that grand grape. So um, they sort of phase out or go up. Do they lift up that sort of go to the stars plan, yeah. and see rubbish stars, <laughs> just <laughs> the white lights. Should have gone to the planetarium in London. It's really good. Yeah, not the old planetarium though. When you say planetarium, people think of the old planetarium outside my old workplace. Well, I suppose so. Do they? Yeah, that's, so. when people talk about the planetarium, you think of like the uh, that was the tourist attraction back in the day. Yeah. But you mean the proper observatory. It's the observatory. It's not actually a planetary, it's an observatory. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, so they pan up, and then the next scene with them, they've woken up. Uh, are they where they we left them? No. no. They're back in that um, original display with yeah. the um, Ostrothopithecus <laughs> and Homo habilis. What's happened there? I don't know, yeah. Let's move it to the... Uh... <laughs> Maybe they needed more, um, co- like pelts. Pelts, though, maybe. Because they are underneath the pelts, yeah. under the fur, and it's all kind of romantic. And Rachel goes, "I can't believe I'm waking up next to you." And Ross goes, "I know it's pretty unbelievable." And then he looks uh-huh. up. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! It's a um, <laughs> what do they call them? Those schools? Nunnery. Um, convent. Com- yeah, convent school. Yeah, yeah convent school. Uh, nun, priest. Kids. Kids. Worst combo. I know. Looking horrified. And so they just hide under the fur. Well, what can you do? And that is the one where Rachel and Ross, you, you know. know. Ross and Rachel, not Rachel and Ross. Well, I'm putting the woman first oh, this time. thank you. Right. Best bits, best friend? Sure. Uh, best bits, any best bits? Um, no. Like, like, no. <laughs> like no. I said, the uh, Monica... 
hello. Hi. He's like a brother to dad. Oh, that's a good line. And they were chair-shaped cows. They never would have survived in the wild. They're my three favourite lines. Oh, nice. Yes, they were all good bits. Yeah, I love that. He's like a brother to dad. I think that was my favourite <laughs> line. Um, but one thing that we didn't uh, mention that I did quite like, just a little passing one, was when, right at the beginning, when Ross and Rachel sort of see each other mm. for the first time, they're like, oh, hi, hi, you know, after sort of deciding that they're going to date. And um, they move aside because the guys are annoyed there in front of the TV. Oh, yeah. And they, Rachel asks Ross how he is, and he says, you know, sun's shining, birds are <laughs> chirping. And um, Rachel says, oh, yeah, me too. And Phoebe says, oh, cool, me too. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Joining like, in. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice little Phoebe bit. I mean, she's just excited to be part of the gang. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's it. So, best friend. This is a tough one. This is tricky. I think this is a real tough one. So, personally, I think I can't really choose Joe and Chandler because it's not much of a storyline. No. Although I did, oh, best bit I did forget to mention, I did love that bit where um, Rachel says about taking off her shirt and you just see Joey raise up the spoon (laughs) and go, nah, she isn't. Yeah, you're not ruling me. <laughs> I think Phoebe's got some really good lines, but I just don't think it's enough, really. I'd really, She's not I'd really sort of, in it that much. No, I sort of really hope that waitressing bit would go on a bit longer. But I thought she was very good in it. Monica, mm, not much. Who else is left? Ross and Rachel. I mean, I don't really think there's anyone that's particularly stand out here. No, I know. Um, so. We'll see in my summary what I think about the episode, but I think it sort of relates to that and that it's quite, I quite like the sort of, I don't know, Rachel's sweetness and like being in a new relationship and how lovely she is with Ross. I don't know. I think I might give it to Rachel. Interesting. Yes. I mean, I basically concur. I mean, they did quite like that Joey line, but they're not really doing very much at all, as we said. Their storyline is they sit in some chairs. Yeah. I do like Phoebe in this just because I like Phoebe all the time. And yeah, that sort of cataract Cadillac bit. <laughs> yeah. You stay out there. <laughs> I get it. You stay out there. Yeah, I did quite like Monica in this, but not doing that much. No. I mean, it is sort of all about Ross and Rachel. They're in They're in the title. If they went in the summary. No. <laughs> But yeah, it's hard to pick because it's not like one's a standout. No. I mean, yes, Ross had that good line. But yeah, there is something about Rach in this that I like. I like her laughing. Mm. Mainly because I do the same. <laughs> I think, oh, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I feel like there's a particular reason to give it to Rachel, but I was also leaning that way. But yeah, I don't think there's a particular reason to, to give, give it, it to, to anyone. anyone. True. So yeah, why not? Why not? Rachel, Rachel. You got it. Why not? <laughs> Simply because, why not? Okay. <laughs> let's score now, that bad boy. Let's get down to El Scoro. Right. So, my little summary here I don't think this is a particularly funny episode. And that's not to denigrate it. That's just to say, I don't think this is a particularly funny episode. Mm. There's not that many. There's a few good lines, but there's not anything particularly laugh out loud. No. Um, but it's more about the storyline. Yeah. So it's more about the Ross and Rachel, the Monica, Richard. More like, yeah, the interest there and setting that up. And 
not like a drama, but just, you know what I mean? Like, yes. it's like the storyline, yeah. not just having quippy bits. Yes. It's not about the jokes. It's about actually building a storyline. Mm. So I did enjoy it for that, but don't think it's one of the... I don't know, because it's so famous in season two, but I don't. I actually don't think it is one of the better ones, having watched it, personally. Interesting. <laughs> and for that reason... And for that reason, I'm giving it... A two. <laughs> for that reason, are you going to do your summary or am I going to have to come up with a score? I can do my summary. Do your summary. Then. Fine. You said it all. Right. Your score. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I do know what you mean. It was a really nice... I like watching it. It was a nice watch. And apart from those, you know, maybe slightly problematic Richard parts. Mm. And as you say, like in a iconic episode this is first where we meet Richard mm. this is Ross and Rachel's first date this is where we first meet the lazy boys <laughs> <laughs> you know all the classics obviously <laughs> so it is a big ep um and it's a solid I think it's a solid episode even though it's not yeah I say gag heavy I really enjoyed watching it but just yeah for slightly different reasons than maybe normally mm. I don't know I just, yeah, I didn't feel I really laughed through it. No. But it was like putting on a comforting blanket. As friends should be. Sue. 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 It's tricky because. Well, I think, as I said, it was a solid episode. Um, I actually. I did really enjoy watching it, even though it wasn't laugh out loud. So I'm going to give it a solid 4.25. Why? That is a solid 4.25. That's a good 4.25. Mm. Um, right. Well, I, yeah, like I said, I did enjoy it, but I don't think it was maybe as, as funny as I remembered it being, or it just wasn't funny. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give it a 4. A solid four. Four, yeah. I think it's sort of between, again, I think it's feel like it's between 3.75 and a four, but I think I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt of four. And again, it's sort of the, yeah, because it's the nostalgia, it's because it's, like you say, the Richard Monica. It feels like a big app. It is a big app. So I think it would be unfair to grant it anything less. So it's a four. Congrats, the one where Ross and Rachel. You know. So next time is your pick for... Season three already. We're whipping through them. Any clues yet? No. Not going to give us any teasers. Oh, no, you'll have to wait and see. Well, I know what I'm going to choose. I hope you don't get in there first. <laughs> so until then, you can join us on the socials at pod underscore friends on Instagram on and Twitter and announcing new exclusive. Whoa, what, what, what? Um, if you'd like to buy us a coffee in Central Perk, very nice. You can go to ko-fi.com forward slash pod underscore friends and buy us a coffee there. We do this as just a fun thing between us. We like talking about friends and if other people enjoy it too, we love that. And if you would like to buy us a coffee, we'd love that too. But we hope you just enjoy it. And if you do want to buy us a coffee, we will gladly shout you out on the pod next time we do a record. Oh, nice. There's a little incentive for you. <laughs> we'll put you in the Central Perk Hall of Fame. Oh, I love that. I hope to see you next time for our season three highlight. And until then, goodbye. 
Bye.